Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Philosophy of the Average Joe. I am here with Joe. What up? And Terry. Hello, everybody. It's good to see you and guys. We have not shot in a while due to a shit ton of events that we'll probably go over today. But uh, first off, we'll just kind of kind of make this episode kind of like a fireside chat, you know, just nothing really pressing, just uh, kind of shooting the shit. So start off with uh, Joe. How was your Thanksgiving? What'd you do? I, I, I got out of the basement. I visited with the parental units on the upper half of the house um, instead of Turkey, because much like the country, it's very blah. And so we decided to have ham because ham is delicious and not running out in stores. So we got a honey baked ham from the honey baked ham company. And no, I'm not paid to say that. But um, that, you'd that, be run my, out of uh, what? What country is that? China the, or, or Taiwan? Taiwan, right? Yes, Taiwan. Yes. Yeah. They they love their hams over there. So, but not our hams. No, I, I think not I thought already got it. You think they do, Afghanistan does ham? I don't think anywhere in the Middle East probably does ham. I don't think Turkey does ham. <laughs> Turkey doesn't do ham. Turkey definitely does do ham. I, I mean, Russia might be doing ham, but I think Russia rather be doing turkey. Oh! <laughs> oh. Shots fired. Terry, how was your Thanksgiving? Simple. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing crazy. Stayed home. You, yeah. Didn't work, which was weird. Weird. You, you, weird. You normally work Thanksgiving. I feel like this year I'm working every day. I don't feel like there's a day off ever. Yeah. But I've I've had a lot of days off this year, and I don't know if that's necessarily a good thing. Uh, yeah, we just we just hung out with uh, you know the parents. That's about it. My family and my parents. That's it. You know, kept everything really small just because you have to, I guess. But. Uh, no, yeah, it was kind of weird. I just came off of a two-week quarantine. My oldest daughter got COVID nineteen. It's and, fake. Yeah, right. It's and because fake. she's because she's living in our house, we had to quarantine. So, uh, got taken fourteen days out of work. And did you get paid for those fourteen days, Mike? So, <laughs> if you That's live in enough. Colorado, if you're if you're listen if you're listening from Colorado, you may want to pay attention here real quick. So no, my work was not going to pay me because the FRCC, which is the relief fund for COVID uh, on the federal level, uh, okay. only pays for 80 hours of emergency paid uh, sick leave for companies that are 500 employees and less. So my my company having more than 500 employees nationally. Which, first off, I found that interesting because I know we don't file our taxes nationally. But, hmm. uh, but uh, I'll explain why the the government's done it this way, in my opinion, anyways. But what's happened is, so they said they wouldn't cover me. I'd have to use my vacation time, which luckily I, I have enough to cover that, but it sucks to do that. But then digging around in this Colorado law, I found that Colorado has the uh, HFWA law, I believe. The, 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 the title is CRS uh, 8-133-406, if you need it. If this happens to you, you're going to want those, that, that you statute. You have that memorized. So what it does is it says, no, that's great for the FRCC, but any company at all in Colorado has to provide uh, 80 hours of emergency paid sick leave for anything surrounding coronavirus, whether that's a, taking care of a sick child, quarantining under county or doctor's orders, 
or even a few days just to even get your test results back. They have to pay that. And the reason why they've done that, because I know a lot of people go, well, well, why, excuse me, why wouldn't the federal government discover it? Because I'm sure the federal government gets kickbacks from large scale uh, companies and not the smaller scales. So they kind of just figured, well, we'll help out these large companies and we'll make the state step in and cover the smaller companies. Interesting. And so that's, that's what's happened. But yes, if you are in Colorado and your company is of 500 more employees and you have to take off any time for COVID, there is a law, I'll say it again, CRS 8-13.3-406 that entitles you to 80 hours of sick pay. And I don't say, I don't think my company was trying to screw me over. I don't think any companies are trying to screw people over. I think honestly, it happened so recently that companies just don't know about it. Interesting. Because I work for Whole Foods. We've probably mentioned that in previous episodes. That why, that's why I mentioned it at the beginning of the show. We ran out of turkey. That's Whole Foods. Um, here in Fort Collins, Colorado, and I had the opportunity to work Thanksgiving and get double pay. But what I know here at F Whole Foods is if I get COVID and I give my store leadership a positive test result, show them, hey, I indeed have COVID. I get paid my two weeks. The like the shifts that I would have been scheduled, that's what I get paid. So I don't know. I don't know much more than that. I I took an antibody test, uh, what, earlier last week, like a week ago, Tuesday, and what, it's the Friday or Saturday after Thanksgiving, spoiler alert, um, and I didn't have the antibodies for it, so I still haven't gotten it yet, so. Yeah, we're going to go get antibody tested, because everybody in the house got tested, I mean, we were stuck in the house with Megan, who was positive, mm -hmm. and she was sick and showing symptoms, and we all kind of had the same symptoms uh, for uh, at least that first week of quarantine. And so the whole family got tested and all of our tests came back negative. Interesting. So, yeah, it, you know, I don't know what to believe. I mean, you hear that story with uh, Elon Musk. He got sick, went and got four COVID tests in four different places and got, you know, two negatives and two positives. So, you know, who knows what the reality of it is. So I think I'm just going to get antibody tested and see see if we had it or not. So let me know, Mike, I mean, or we could just do the follow up on this episode eventually, because I did the antibody test on a Tuesday and I got it by, I did that test, say like 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock in the morning. And by eight o'clock at night, I already had my results. I was really wow. impressed with UC Health. Once again, not paid by them to say that, but I was really impressed with the health system here on the front range of Colorado to get my results the same day. Right. That being said, I could not get a COVID test because I wasn't showing signs or symptoms or did not have doctor's orders, even though I had suspicions that I might have been exposed to it. And I wasn't. So how, how are things with COVID over there in uh, Rifle right now, Terry? It's um, a little more than it is probably about what it was during the spring when it was starting to get bad originally. But it's not horrible. Um, it's still just kind of like plateaued in that orange level. Um, so I what about you, Joe? I've had a little bit of a scare recently, but not anything. Um, but it turned out to be okay. Okay. And I'm just Good. basically just trying to stay away from everybody as much as possible and just avoid any chance of it getting to me at all. I mean, I well, think you, we're you can work by yourself, don't you? Yeah. And I think we're going to just shut up, shut our doors and just lock up for tax season and just 
you can drop off outside of the door and uh, or you can do it all electronic and you can call you with questions and absolutely. And wow. so there's just no, there's just no reason to even have clients coming in anymore, really with a few exceptions. I mean, in taxes, I mean, it's just like, send me your documents. I ask my questions. Here it is. Look it over. If you like it, sign it. If you don't, okay, we'll fix it. And there you go. You get your refund or you pay your money. You go away now. You go bye-bye. <laughs> yeah, no, it makes sense. Uh, Joe, how's it over there? Well, um, so uh, like I said, probably like two minutes ago, we are the Saturday after Thanksgiving. Um, Tuesday, Larimer County, the county that Fort Collins is in, uh, Tuesday at 5 p.m., we went into the red. So we are basically um, no dine-in. We, we're doing terrible. I mean, I don't want to put fear, uh, like I hate that whole thing, but we um, we came up with, uh, Governor Polis came up with um, the purple, which I don't think is color. really a threatening color. I don't understand okay. purple. Is that what it is? I thought it was because Barney the dinosaur is terrifying. Um, who knows? But we are like we are red as of Tuesday at five p.m. No dining. Um, happy or the bars? Everything shuts off at eight o'clock, and that's last call. That's basically restaurants have to start closing doors. It's 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 not good over here. Um, right. Like no more like gym classes and stuff they have oh no gyms are like i think gyms i think can be open maybe but it's going to be like individuals only i think 10 percent. yeah i think i think they're at 10 percent. don't quote me on a lot of this because i mean i i'm i work for whole foods i am an essential employee i'm glad to have a job but i come into contact with a lot of people so i I hope i don't get the covid but you know i can only do what i do um so part we of my a... thinking is is that grocery stores should be shut down too. Like with the exception of like people shouldn't be allowed to go in and grocery shop. Sure. You order your stuff online or by phone or whatever. I mean, that's what my job hire, is to prepare uh, orders hire, online. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, hire a couple extra people, run around the store, get stuff. You know, you, you have a designated space. You go out, you open your trunk and put your shit in, you know. And you know, they, in a perfect world, Terry. I don't have to come in. Yep. I mean, that that would, I mean, we'd move a lot faster if, I mean, we would be probably, Whole Foods would probably struggle just because we wouldn't know how to allocate people and put, I mean, I can't speak for all Whole Foods or really mine that I work for, per se, but the fact that we would probably be a lot better if that was the case because, I mean, Thanksgiving was nuts because here we are supposed to be social distancing and then people are waiting in lines. We don't have as many registers open because social distancing. But then you have people in these queues for lines. And how are they supposed to social distance without like, clogging up the entire freezer section right. and the whole beer wall? Like there, there's, there's loopholes and there's inconsistencies everywhere you look. And that's the part that scares the living hell out of me, I will say. I mean, in- and if you really, really think about it, what is truly essential? Hospitals. Hospitals. I, I don't. I don't see anything else out there that. Can't Hospitals still and military operate. Uh, sorry, that can't still operate. With, you know, you know, limitations. Sure, I mean, gas stations. You can self-serve your gas. You can, you know, like I know out here, the come and goes had 
phone numbers. You could pull up to a come and go station. You call a phone number. If you didn't have a mask or whatever, they'd grab you, whatever you grab and come out to your car and hand you your stuff. I mean, so interesting. they can be the same as grocery stores. I mean, I, I just, you know, what about Oregon? Or Oregon is one of the few States in the union that they always will have someone like some, I don't know, knucklehead oh, of a right, governor like Jersey will, in Oregon that are, someone has to pump your gas right it's illegal to pump your own gas in the yes. state of New Jersey and, and Oregon and yeah though that's just such a foreign concept but yeah I know mm -hmm. here in Colorado like I've never seen someone do that <clears throat> yeah but I mean in that you know if you did that you and they said okay fine we don't want you to pump the gas either then cool there's there's an extra person who gets a job you know right that what kind of harm are they really standing outside just pumping gas for you they shouldn't be and come to the window and say, Hey, you, you know, do you need anything else? Yeah. I need a pack of cigarettes, a, uh, right. A 20 ounce bottle of Mountain Dew and my porno mag and, you know, hey, <laughs> good to go. You guys have those in Western Colorado? <laughs> Mesa County. <clears throat> we're, uh, you're, we're you're in like Weld County, right? I'm in well, Larimer. <clears throat> we're in a, yeah, no, no, I know that, but isn't Mesa <clears throat> and Weld County both kind of like, Screw Polis, you suck. You don't know what you're talking about. I mean, I'm not surprised. God bless Greeley. God bless Grand Junction. Has anyone, has anyone ever watched any Aussie Man reviews? Of course. So, so we're all familiar with the term destination fucked. Because <laughs> that's it's kinda, a real place. That's kind of where we're at. I don't know. It's so confusing. So, as of like November 19th, I think it was, Mesa County Health Department came out with an email, or not an email, but a, a, a uh, PSA. Yeah. That basically stated that we have no ICU beds left. That was heard that. That was the same time that they moved us to red. Now, if I'm understanding the scale right, the red scale was you have 75% cap in your ICUs and all that stuff, and purple was when you're at 100% cap. That means like you're you are you're done. done. You're shut down. You're locked down. Nobody's. If you're driving without a certificate saying you're essential, you, you're done. But we're still in the red, and as according to uh, Mesa County Public Health at this current point in time, uh, we are actually sitting at about 70% capacity in ICU beds, about 20% capacity used up of uh, ventilators, and we are we have a shit ton of cases. I mean, we went up 91 just over the 91 cases over last night. We have like five 5,680 possible case, total cases that were positive. Um, I mean, I don't know. We're not good. And then, like you said, Polis ordered us to shut down because we're having such a rough time with it. And Mesa County Commissioner said, "No, no, right. we're not going to. We're not going to shut down." And I don't. I, I, I'm on both sides of the fence on this. I understand both sides of the argument, but I think what it really comes down to is hospital space. If we're running out of hospital space, that's the time to shut down. I understand. Oh, yeah. We why the why the fuck didn't we say no in March? That would have made sense when they had to shut down in March and April. We had five cases. We had five well, cases. And Mesa County was one of the first to say, hey, guys, don't don't punish us because of the rest of the, you know, because of New York. And I, mm -hmm. I, I understood that at the time. Like, I totally get why Craig and, and Grand Junction and I know a lot of the Western Slope was like, this is ridiculous. Why are we shutting down everything when we've got five cases in two weeks um 
I think we got like seven cases over that two month period. Right. And then it makes it frustrating when it's like, oh, we got to go on lockdown again. <clears throat> when, you know, I, I feel like it gives a false impression of like, well, we already did lockdown and look where we're at now. So it didn't help. So why are we even doing this? I think right. it would have been different had they maybe not have shut it down at the beginning because our levels were so low. Like, hey, okay. You guys can remain open. Please be diligent. If you have foreign travelers, you know, maybe I don't I don't know, you know, so be that's very what careful that, with them. Mm -hmm. And then maybe if it got to the point where like, oh my gosh, it's really starting to escalate here, we maybe need to shut down for a little bit. People might be a little more willing to because it's like, hey, this is a more serious time now. I don't I, I think, don't know. I think the problem with Grand Junction and Western Slope, speaking from Fort Collins in the front range, is people from over here decided, hey, everything is shutting down because we have more population here on the front range. Like statistically, the population centers in Colorado are Fort Collins, Denver area, Denver Metro, and Colorado Springs. And we have people that go, hey, I don't want to shut down. I don't want to change my way of life. So they go to the Western Slope and then they cause the problem over there. <clears throat> well, a problem that we're, that we're really having was college kids started partying again. That too. I Halloween mean, that's, parties. That's that's the largest age group that has COVID right now is mm -hmm. a college age group. My daughter's college aged. And they're young, they're dumb, and they're invincible. <clears throat> and uh and they don't know, know they have it. Yeah. And so they go around from party to party and you know it's like I was trying to explain to my daughter, you know, hey, your mom and I, our circle is like this big. We go to work, we come home mm -hmm. from work, you know, we go to the same city market store to shop <clears throat> excuse me and then we come back home that's right. it you know we keep our circle very small you go and party with these four people who last week partied with those four people who party you know we all know how this works well and I, um, wait is this a know, pyramid scheme no yeah yeah no, it's, it's basically a reverse pyramid scheme I, uh, uh, re reverse uh funnel yeah it's a, it's a funnel <laughs> there you go no yeah, uh, um I the interesting the thing that we have oh. The interesting thing that we have here in Mesa County that I don't know is anywhere else is we have this thing called a five star variance, which is a thing where you can get an inspector to come and or a health department person come and they look at your business. And if they deem that you are taking the steps to keep people safe and limited down your capacity to to make people safe and everyone keeps six feet and we'll have masks and you have masks for people who don't have masks and you're doing all these things, then we'll give you what's called a five-star variance, which means that when we're in the red and you're not essential, you can still stay open. And I think it was probably earnest to begin with, but I think, I mean, come on, we know government, how easy is that just turn into pay to play? <laughs> yeah. You pay us, you pay us for the $500 inspection and you know, we'll come check you out. I mean, the government sure does like it's by it. I'd believe it. Yeah. But what what are you, what are you gonna do? I mean, you you either have to risk that five hundred dollar money, or you're you're shutting down, you're furloughing, you're laying off all your employees. I mean, that's kind of where we're at in Fort Collins. If you're not seemed as a deemed as a necessity, you're done. Like, I mean, I I lost my job at the radio station I worked at because. I was furloughed for seven months and I got, I understood why everything just for that. The end they're like, yeah, sorry, Joseph, we don't have a jo job for you right now. Uh, come back next year when hopefully COVID-19 is over. Right. Yeah. Oh, and that's, 
the hardest part about this, I think, is just the back and forth, constant back and forth, you know, oh, yeah. um, you know, and, and stuff that doesn't make sense. Like they still have our schools open. So, you know, this theater can't have more than 75 people at it for a venue or something like that. But the middle school can have 400 kids at it Monday through Friday. Right. Yeah, I know. And I, I, mean, I, I yeah, but as, as does it make parent, sense? How do you, you know, what, what you, you need to work in order to keep the money coming in to pay for the, your essentials. Well, and that's, you don't have the, you know, if you're working to pay for childcare because you can't send them to school, then what do you do? And so I think a lot of parents need their kids to go to school because they can't afford to pay for childcare. And, and I, I don't know, I don't know. How do you, how do you do that? What would you do if, if you, you were to shut down? Subsidize childcare. You're not wrong at all. You're not wrong at all. And this is a big issue actually. Um, one of the, one of the issues I'm less scared of getting COVID and it is, I am being able to pay my bills. Sure. And, uh, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, I, I, I'm not asking to get the virus. We're not like going around looking the doorknobs at, you know, hospitals or anything like that. But, um, but in reality, like with the situation that I just had, we had to quarantine for two weeks because my oldest daughter had COVID. We've used up the two week pay we have that the state would allocate us. So if we happen to get COVID again or have to go into another lockdown situation because say my middle school kid gets COVID, now we have to lull lock down again and that's coming out of my vacation time. And then if it happens a third time, now I'm just doing it for free. Right. So I guess that's kind of the point, you know, we either need to all go the fuck home or we need to all just forget like this exists and hmm. just fucking write it out like uh, Sweden did. Or you guys could work for places that are essential, like me in a grocery store and just be like, yay, I'm in contact with way too many people. That's a joke. Well, I mean, that's kind of my situation. You know, I work for, I work with the school district. So, right. you know, I, I, you know, especially with the transportation part of the school district, I'm in contact with every student who goes to school by being a mechanic for the buses. Maybe it's time to pick up the badge again, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> be safe. Yeah. I'm just saying like, they're not going to be like, yeah, no more. Uh, we don't need any more sheriff's deputies. We don't need any more city cops like no we, we need those more than ever we have pro i'm sure you guys are having had protests over there we had them over Act here actually we haven't we haven't what? had much for protests no protests have mostly stopped now after after biden won that's what you're gonna say that's what you're gonna say i don't know i think they stopped even before then but there hmm. was that you know they kind of did I think the the summer months just you know have moved on and it just got cooler out and people just quit i mean the it's too cold to protest <laughs> it's, but it's, it's hard it's hard, to, it's hard to throw a fucking molotov cocktails in a in a winter jacket yeah, no, when you got a winter yeah exactly right <laughs> when, when the snow jacket, is going to extinguish you know, it jacket <clears throat> is flammable so you know it's <laughs> that must smell it, awful it might be easier to conceal um go. yeah no good segue let's let's go talk about well the real quick election. though the um are you taking the um the uh vaccine if it comes, are you in? I'm not in all the way. No, I'm not in. There's not. There has been enough testing. I don't feel like shoving this shit through my body without proper testing. And you know, I'm not fucking crazy because of that. Because when N1 or H1N1 was going around, 
we talked to our pediatrician who is a very esteemed, highly esteemed doctor, very, very intelligent doctor. And we said, well, should we get the kids the H1N1 vaccine? It had only been out for like two months at this point. And he says, no. He goes, I don't want my patients on it right now unless they have horribly compromised immune systems because there's not enough testing. Some people, you know, he says you get with everything in medicine, you have to, everything has a risk and everything has a benefit. And you have to say, do the risks outweigh the benefit? And in my kids who have really bad immune systems and if they get H1N1, they'll die, then yes, the risks are you know, weighable. But in healthy people who probably wouldn't die if they get H1N1, I don't want to shove a vaccine in them that hasn't had at least a year's worth of testing. That's fair. And, I, I, yeah. And so that's, that, that was his, that was his thing. And then the next year we went in there, he said, yep, H1N1, it's good to go. Go ahead and put it in your kid, you know? And I felt, I felt good with his decision and I kind of feel the same way with COVID. I don't want to go get a COVID injection when it's only been on the market for a, a month. Right. You know, it's had testing for what, two months? Yeah. Well, I also feel like this vaccine was super rushed just because it became such a political issue. And I know I'm the voice of politics here, but the fact that this was such a political, like even the masks were a political issue. This whole vaccine and the anti-vax and everything in between has become a political issue. If we actually, I mean, I don't think we should necessarily slow down because people are unfortunately still dying. I wish the numbers were more accurate of not just hospitals trying to get more money for putting people in COVID wards or putting people on ventilators all the more. But I wish we would slow down and be like, okay, is this actually doing its job? I mean, people have people have died still on the vaccine. Yeah. And if, like, if if this is truly the vaccine, people shouldn't be dying on it. Well, so, I just actually no, read an article that said St. Jude. It's not going to make you live or die. It's going to prevent you from contracting it. Right, right. but you you, you wouldn't it, you, you wouldn't get it die, if just... you you wouldn't die of COVID. If you were vaccinated, That's you not... have a less chance it's of getting it. it. It would be like a flu but shot. You can still get the flu. It just be results right. are going to be any greater or less because you were vaccinated. It just means you have a greater chance or less chance. Right. But we shouldn't be glorifying saying, oh, yeah, everyone's required to take it. I mean, there, there's some things that we have all take. Like we have eliminated smallpox. We have eliminated almost polio, things like right. that. And those are doing well, but I don't, I don't see COVID nineteen in that realm yet. I think COVID is going to be like the flu. You're going to have to get a yearly shot for it. Oh boy, you know? I can't wait. And uh, you know, but but there are there are some uh, St. Jude Hospital. Um, they came out with another article. They were we're noticing that the same thing that COVID was doing a certain uh, disease that they are also studying does. And it has to do with what it does to the interior cellular walls of your capillaries and veins. And there's like a, there's like a little, whatever virus they're studying or cancer or whatever it is, it knows what center to go to, to basically press the button to make the, that cellular wall get all fucked up. And COVID apparently does the same thing and they have a medicine to already help this other one. So they're starting to test if this medicine can basically, if you contract COVID, stop COVID from doing that. Which is, which is, I said it a lot on it when I had to be quarantined just because I wanted to know more about it. And it's less of a respiratory thing. Respiratory thing is more of a response to what's happening. COVID sure. is more of a bloodborne problem. 
and like I said, it kind of destroys the cellular walls, interior cellular walls in the uh, capillaries and veins. And they're supposed to be smooth, really smooth, and it ripples them. And so blood platelets start forming uh, blood clots. And, you know, a typical healthy human being, that's fine. Your blood clots break apart eventually and absorb back into the body. But for some people, they don't, and they dislodge. And now you've got this blood clot that can cause a cardiopulmonary problem, cause a stroke, you know, dislodge in the lungs. And that's what really happens. They start getting in the lungs, and they start popping your... uh, I can't even remember the name of them, but the little air sacs, the smallest part of your lung, and then your lungs start swelling, and then you get pneumonia, and then you die. Is that because it's, a, I know the when I've seen the look of the virus, the coronavirus, it's a spiky looking spike ball. I know I just described an adjective with an adjective, hate doing that, but it's a spike thing that sticks to the organ, like the lungs, and it doesn't move throughout, and that's why it can just sit there and attack the cell wall. Well, it's just like any other virus, you know, viruses are all kind of have that phage, you know, thing going mm-hmm. on. And macrophaging. Then they that, yeah, macrophaging. And then they basically take that head, corkscrew it into, you know, whatever they're going into the cell. And mm-hmm. then it immediately produces 30,000, you know, other it ones to that cell spreads. explodes. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, follow no, up fine. on my question, though, with the um, vaccine if they tied the stimulus, a next phase of stimulus to it, would you reconsider? Probably Ooh. not. <laughs> Ooh, that's tough. No, I mean, no, I mean, cause I mean, I'm, I'm surviving off of what I make currently, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't need a cash grab to, you know, I need to donate my body to science for some cash. I'm, I'm not hurting that bad. Come on. You can buy the new Xbox that way. You know, what's sad though, is I know where you're going with that. A lot of fucking people would. A lot of people yeah. sit there and be like, oh, no, this is, I'm not going to put that shit in my body. This is messed up. Oh, wait, money. Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I, no, th- no, sir. I, I probably won't. I would like a year's worth of trials and, you know, make sure people aren't growing arms out of their belly buttons. And Come on. You could play video games so much better with the third arm, Mike. <laughs> so for me, it would have to be, um, I would absolutely take it. I'm more worried about the possibility of me spreading it on to somebody else. I'm not so much worried about myself. Like I think I would be fine. I'm in good shape. However, there are people that are in great shape that have, you know, contracted it and have had long lasting, like not just regular, but like months later, even after recovery, you know, there's still like lung damage and stuff like that. Um, But my biggest fear and which is the biggest reason why we want to lock up the office or why I don't do a lot of things um, is just, I would, I, I just can't imagine being responsible for somebody else getting it. Well, I can imagine too. I imagine it takes months and months to rebuild all that cellular tissue that's inside of all of our veins and shit. I mean, what, what is it? We have all of our veins and capillaries are like 5,000 miles or some shit like that. Or I can't remember what it is. It, it's a crazy huge amount. You know, I can't imagine the time it would take to repair all that if it thrashes your system. So mm-hmm. I, yeah, I can imagine getting COVID. You probably have symptoms and problems that could some do could be Obviously, lifelong. There, there are some people that have been struggling with it for months, even after recovery. I mean, the main the main symptoms of you know just loss of taste and coughing and you know all that kind of stuff that you know the fevers and things like that. They're like, okay, I'm good now. My temperature's good. I've got full health and everything, but like they're just fatigued all the time. And if you 
I don't know, they've done some imaging of lungs and yeah, there's some scarring. And, and so, yeah, it's, there are, I would say, have, um, I would say what was interesting uh, with uh, my oldest daughter's case is uh, her symptoms were an extreme sore throat, mm, which she right. found odd because it's the first sore throat she's had since she had her tonsils removed and uh, which was two years ago. And she felt tired all the time, lethargic body aches, um, but no cough, no breathing problems, right. no elevated temperature, none of that. Sure. Hmm. No, and I know some people do have slightly different symptoms. Symptoms. So, yeah. well, anyway, um, you can uh, go on to whatever you were going to say before. I just wanted to quickly touch base on the, the vaccine thing. Just yeah, no, uh, the election. I mean, I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on this because everybody else is. So, <laughs> um, who here believes Joe Biden has won? I do. I mean, yeah, I do. I do too. He won. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, dude, the, the, some, the Donald Trump is a sore loser. I don't, like, you know, I mean, he has a point and I get it. Yeah. He's the incumbent. You know? That's it. That's well, where the I, line draw. I mean, I, I, I have absolutely no problem with him. Like challenging doing his due diligence. Like, Hey, you right. know what? I don't feel confident with this stuff. You know, I'm going to do what's legally allowed of me to investigate some of these right questionable states or, or counties, cities, whatever. Um, but to just straight up, like not concede, not allow any, you know, the continue, the country needs to continue to move forward. I mean, whether, you know, right. You know, do and Trump, thing, but and Trump has let his staff know to begin the transition. Right. Of office. right. That has recently and changed. so, so he's, you know, there, there goes everybody on the left's fucking. He's not. He's gonna have to go in handcuffs. So shut the fuck up. No, he's not. He's gonna be an asshole like about it. He's gonna be an asshole about it. You know, I think I'd be an asshole about it. You'd be okay. an asshole about it too. I mean, you're president. Okay, of the real United talk. States. If Donald you Trump wasn't being an asshole, that if Donald Trump wasn't being an asshole, we'd all be pleasantly surprised. Yes, <laughs> I'd be a little scared actually. Probably. There you go. You're like, wait a second. Why? Why, like, is he why the change of heart, Donald? Right. And, and it, but then, then for the people on the conservative side, calm down. Yeah, I don't think any one man can destroy this country in four years. I do not think Joe Biden or Kamala Harris, because she'll probably be the president before this whole thing's over, can destroy this country in four short years. And there's several reasons why, but the biggest reason is if we start going that far down the shitter, there'd be a coup. Oh, we yeah. are a country built upon revolution. We would go back to revolution if it got that bad. Well, I can't even say it would be four years. We all know with a new president, the fourth year is all about re-election. So it'd be three years. So right. even, even more so that like the unwinding of our fabric of Americans and our constitution, our declaration cannot be unspun in three years, essentially. That's so unrealistic unless you're going to hold people at gunpoint and be like, well, if you do this, we're going to execute you in public square. It's like, and that's, that's not exactly, going to happen. And that's exactly why our Second Amendment exists. Is, is, you know, we have basically the largest standing military in the entire world between Colorado, Utah, Nevada, Wyoming. Good luck. You're not going to fucking take over the whole United States by the force of a gun. You'd have to be at the whip of a pen. And okay, and, and Texas. Don't forget Tejas, man. Right. You know, yeah. it's no, it's, I mean, everybody needs to calm down. It's not going to happen. 
I mean, it's gonna, I, I have it's a friend like from Oklahoma, and he will not chill out. For, conser- for conservatives, it's going to be like another four years of Obama in office. It didn't kill us then. It ain't going to kill us now. There's going to be another Ferguson? Oh, ooh. Yikes. Bad bad placement, Mike. Don't say it's going to be another <laughs> four years of Obama. I mean, technically, he had eight. Technically, he had seven because of the yeah. one election year. Right. So, none, nonetheless, we're still a country. We will be a country at the end of this. People on both well, ends of the side. I'm just, you know, just, conservatives are like, oh, they're going to bring in the Green New Deal. No, they're not. Anybody with 15 no, brain cells even, know that's yeah, even not going to work. More left leaning, I know for a fact, they're not good. That's not going to go through. It's no, too you know, unrealistic. It's, it's something to build from, like the idea of oil transfer. You know, uh, we've got to transfer away from oil or we've got to get into different energy sources, you know, we've got to start, you know, it's, it's just a beginning. It's just a, an idea. And you take those ideas, you change them, you know, even like the 1619 project, I know you despise that thing, but it's not there real. are some, some decent ideas from that, that you could change and modify and grow from, uh, you know, it's just, you know, like and even like um, you know, Colorado had on a ballot, you know, uh, eight years ago, the um, the statewide healthcare system for the state of Colorado. Okay. Yes. Yep. Yep. And I, I mean, as much as I think it would be great to have some kind of a state health system or, or universal health system, the plan that was put into place was horrifying, mm. and it was just like too many people were smart enough to just see right through it even if the idea of it might be very popular, people could see that like, yeah, no, this isn't the right plan, but we could maybe learn from it and then change it or figure out another way. Yeah, build on it. But but apparently nobody in Colorado was smart enough to see that introducing wolves back in the population was a retarded plan. God, you guys had that on your side of the mountains too? That is such a dumb plan. Did we not learn anything? I think it was North Dakota. North Dakota did that, I believe. And since then, it's the wolves have ravished the wildlife. Because they've ravished the wildlife, there is overgrowth of uh, harmful, not bad. Whoa. You're feedbacking. I shouldn't be. You are. You are. You did when you came in and started like, bouncing your head around. What about now? Yeah. yeah. You're right. You're hot. You're super hot. What the fuck? Damn, baby. This Not in a good way. way. No. Is it hot for you guys or is it hot for me? Just hot. Just, oh, it's hot for us. I don't know. You're loud. Yeah, maybe. Anyways, I just, I was figuring out how I could like join the call and uh, I figured it out. You mean Fuck ruin cards? the call? Yeah, there you go. Run the tar. <laughs> So, so yeah, going back to the wolves, though, I mean, it's it's destroyed the whole environment up there. Wolves are not these peaceful, majestic spirit Nobody guides. Said they were peaceful, majestic things. They, but they were for no all fucking reason, dude. Long before the rest of us were. So, so were the Nazis. We took them out too. Oh, you're comparing and Nazis yeah. to wolves? That's ridiculous. Wolfenstein. Have you never played Wolfenstein? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good game. Yeah, I know. I like that game. Oh, I can't believe that was quick. That was good. I can't. I'm just. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, just because it was always here doesn't mean it's 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 should be here. You know, there's a I, lot of things that are COVID is here right now, and we want to eradicate it too. 
you know, or do it, we? Wolves it's, will go. It's a big out, industry nowadays. Wolves will take out an entire population of deer, or elk, or some farmers' cows, and not even eat them. They do it for sport. Don't well, humans do that too? The deer population, I, from what I've been hearing, is 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 it high? It's high right now. Everything uh, in Colorado is high right now, Terry. Yeah. No, that's yeah, Oregon. Look at this guy Oregon. is on it, man. He's uh, just like joke after joke after joke. I'm just here to please everyone. Okay. Okay. So we went. We went through wolves. We went through the election. And you know, we, we're all in a, we're on the greens and Wolfenstein. We also touched on Nazism and wolves. Um, but let's let's <laughs> let's move to. Uh, so who uh, who just joined us? Oregon. I, guess. I mean, at least take a second, real quick, and just introduce who joined, real quick. For well, the this is Isaiah. You've seen him on other podcasts, and we uh, have taken. I am taking over, motherfuckers, and my camera really sucks, dick. Yeah, wow. you should not take over hey, if you your camera quality. Are you going to change this to 720 like the rest of us? Come on, I'm now. pretty sure I'm hitting 720. I mean, I'm the technical guy here, but what the fuck? This is terrible. I thought I was going to join the show and like just fucking everything we're, was going to come in and everybody's going to love and hug and we're going to fucking sing Kumbaya and all that shit. But now I'm like, is, whoa, my fucking shit sucks. This, this is, by the way, this is the creator of Philosophy of the Average. I thought he was producer. He's finally joining us. Producer, I'm creator. creator Technical assistant, tech producer, uh, director, your mom. Hair and makeup. You know, I just want to say <laughs> I joined the show late. I'm not that big of a narcissist to say philosophy the average Joe. I'm Joe. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't happen that way. So so uh, what, what do you, uh, Isaiah, what do you think of the uh, whole presidential election? You good with everything? Oh man, I got a secret. I got a secret that I'm not gonna fucking say right now. He voted for Kanye. No, it's worse than that. It's worse than that. I don't know things much worse than that. No, I'm curious. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, I, don't know. I know about that. Oh, I do know. I know the secret. Nobody's Dude, gonna know. Secrets don't tell friends don't let friends tell secrets and not tell <laughs> other friends. Okay, so I was like, fuck, who am I going to vote for? And I can't stand... Like, I was I was a Yang guy, right? Sure. Totally Yang. Yang. Yeah, I was Yang, and then if Yang wasn't going to do it, it was Bernie. I was feeling the burn in my pants, you know? That's a that's terrible that's slogan. STD, that's, bud. Yeah, that's, that's an STD. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. That you slogan got an STD is from the Bernie? worst. Yeah, from Bernie. Feeling the burn. Anyway, so I was like, fuck, dude. And then, accidentally... Not by you know fraud, uh, voter fraud or anything like that. My wife fucking threw away my ballot, so I'm like, fuck. And then I was like, okay, so all I have to do is just go down to the county and vote, right? That's it. That's easy peasy. And I was like, so okay. You, you didn't have to so go you to did the what, county. So you Garfield County. Liberal, that's where it was. You did what any liberal would do and voted three more you didn't times. Didn't have to right? go to Garfield County. Voter early, vote often. <laughs> yep. No, uh, I didn't vote, so I'm like, I have no fucking horse in the race, so I can't bitch about yeah, it. You, you don't yeah. have a horse in the damn But thing. we have a horse. Oh, no, I can't go there. <laughs> I, I, I saw a joke that was pretty good. It's like, man, I found out that my grandparents voted for Biden. I'm going to have to dig them up and have a talk with them. <laughs> <laughs> Were they in from Chicago? Like Mayor Daly, dude, vote early, vote, vote early, vote often. What, wasn't there a fucking state that had more votes than they do a populace? I mean, there's probably places in parts of Chicago or like Michigan. Yeah, they were claiming Pennsylvania had some uh, more more dead people than vo alive. If you people. added them I all together; say, it was more than the population. Or I don't know. Well, last no, time, I will say this. Knows. I will say this. If I was Trump, 
I would be pissed off at at the libertarians, and and I, I oh, okay. will. I'll be hold on. I'll be honest. I voted for Daryl Castle when it was Trump and, and Clinton. I voted for Daryl Castle because he was a uh, constituted or conservative constitutionalist, which is what I am. And I voted my heart. I realized that's like trying to play, you know, soccer when the game is basketball. We live in a two-party system. The third party will never win as long as we live in a two-party system. Right, so I basically like tossed away. I basically tossed away my vote. And if if all the libertarians, which generally libertarians have a more conservative mindset than you know a liberal mindset, uh, or I'll say it this way: most libertarians that I know would have rather had Trump. Definitely not on, Biden. On the right. federal level, yes, on a federal but level. it depends. So on the if they would have voted that way. Trump probably would have won this thing, but in every state you can almost see the libertarian or the yeah the libertarian votes for uh, Joe, for Joe Joe Jorgensen. Jorgensen. You can mm -hmm. see all those votes if you would have put those in Trump's camp, he would have won almost every state he lost. But come on, what about the the fact if that Kanye put, West was on our ballot? Come on now. Did you see how many socialists third we had? party for Clinton in four years before Clinton would have voted would have won all of those states? So right. same, same. I think that's a weak argument, Mike, just because I think so many people had to come out to vote against Trump because he was the incumbent that was impeached but not acquitted, and the no one saw him deserving of another four years. This is what you guys want to hear. What I think. This is what I think. No, nobody. Fuck you. you. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. You're gonna listen to me, you sons of bitches. This mm, is what I think. I think my pinata. Two things. Two things. If it wasn't for uh, the pandemic, I think that fucked him pretty much. Yes. Because mm -hmm. the people are no. just sick of what 2020 was. Two. Uh, you know, look at the electoral college. Look at the popular vote. That hasn't happened in a long time. The popular vote and the electoral college, he got both of those. I don't think Obama ever got both of those. I mean, you you should double check me no, on I that. Think but he did. he did. Did he? But it was like what, 290 to, or no, 300 and something to 240? Is that what the electoral, the final electoral was? That's crazy. That's huge. So I what does that tell the, you? I think the interesting portion, the real interesting portion, is that we're, you could just tell people were sick of his shit. Because mm -hmm. there are counties that voted him out of office, absolutely, but also elected Republican senators, and you know, they, they voted for everyone Republican. but him. Yeah, they were Republican for... across the board, and then Democratic on the federal. Mm -hmm. I had two. I voted for two Republicans here, and then the rest Democrat. Right. Um, in this county, Garfield County, the. Democrats won the two highest offices. So they voted for Biden and they voted for Hickenlooper. All right. the rest of them, hands down, conservative, with the exception of Boebert, her home county voted Republican all the way, except for those three. I would have loved to sat in, and if, if, if it's even happened yet, sit in on her basically briefing you know she's don't get me wrong i don't know really i don't know her at all but just being a small town rifle girl and owning her you know gun club restaurant and then making claims that she's going to take nancy pelosi down i kind of want to be in the room when she gets briefed on you know you're basically going to shut up 
you're not going to say anything. You're going to vote the way these five people tell you to vote. You're going to do, you know, it's going to be a slap in the face. You can't just walk into that, you know, the White House and be like, okay, I'm ready to do my stuff. No, it's not. That's not how politics works. (laughs) Fall in line. She wanted Scott Tipton out because he wasn't Trumpian enough. Right. And I think he only voted against Trump on like one thing, like literally like one thing. She's a she nut. Was like 95% Trump. And she came out and was just like, this just isn't good enough. And she would, she would do well to watch some episodes of house of cards. <laughs> no, by Netflix. Just hey, did, does anybody know if she's a, she's a QAnon believer or anything like that? She was. She's denounced it, but yes, it was known that she was a QAnon person. Oh, God. That's poor people. I mean, don't get me wrong. I was right there at the beginning of it. I mean, I was following them from like thread three, you know. (laughs) Everything seemed promising, and then I just got tired of it, and it's the same as I got tired of everything else. There was always the smoking gun. And don't get me wrong. I don't, for a second, disbelieve that there is not a ring of psychotic satanic pedophilia or pedophiles in government and Hollywood. You know, I think there's enough evidence that basically points to that shit, but constantly hearing, Oh, we got the smoking gun. Oh, we got the smoking gun this time. I just got tired of hearing it. And I just started disbelieving it every time I heard it. Fair enough. Yeah. Let's. So Isaiah, what do you want to talk about then? Now that you're here. Oh, dude, you don't want to know what I want to talk about. <laughs> Anyways, uh, no, I just, I just wanted to jump in. Maybe the light. Fuck, dude. My yeah, you are frozen, so Mr. Yeah, Freeze. I don't even know stop why. It. Maybe I it's this stupid piece of yeah. crap laptop. Anyways, can you hear me at least? Oh yeah. Yeah. But okay. You just look frozen in time. Yeah, no, I just wanted to jump on and say hi to everybody, and it's been a while since I've seen all you guys all here at once, so I want to jump on and say hi and make sure everybody's family's doing good and safe, obviously. Um, and I just felt left out, and I just wanted to cry a little bit, and I just wanted to say I love you guys. Well, next Aww. time you want to cry, wear a mask and fog up your glasses a little bit better. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a... For the future, uh, Isaiah and I, we're going to be doing uh, a lot more of the, we kind of jumped this whole podcast thing in during one of the most heated political times of our history. So we're kind of forced to just talk about fucking politics all the time. And so we kind of lost the view of this podcast. Um, But in the future, moving forward, Isaiah and I are going to be doing a lot more of the philosophy side of stuff, a lot more fun you know, uh, stuff. Tinfoil hat. About. You know, well, tinfoil hat's going to come back. And not to mention, you know, do episodes like, I feel that 80s was the best decade in human history. And we'll go over and discuss that shit. Or, you know, <laughs> are, people, are people genuinely bad or are they genuinely good people? Just, you know, philosophy type topics. As and I are going to cover that, Joe and I are going to start covering a lot more geopolitics now that we can get away from Conus. US politics. election. Yeah. Conus politics, you guys are going to hear me say that a million times over. That's continental United States politics. The, the soap opera that's been going on for the last four years on the news. We're going to get away from that shit because it's boring and I honestly think insignificant. So we'll go talk to geopolitics. That's so you want to talk what, like Tigre and you want to talk like... 
Well, like currently right now, there's been like seven attacks on oil refineries in Saudi Arabia recently. That's a big fucking deal. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot bigger than Trump or vote counting. Well, slightly important yeah. details. They don't need that oil. Oh, come on. We're, we don't even talk about Beirut when their bay blows up. Come on now. <laughs> and of course, an amazing video. Jesus. I loved it. High definition. Terry will probably be involved in both of those different types of podcasts because he's highly intelligent more than all well, of us. No, I don't. That, that's no, not even. Don't even go down that path. Uh, that's why oh, he has so yeah. much hair. What else? We're also going to have uh, another uh, channel to the average Joe. I was going to do a why I suck at everything. I got a couple of them lined up and uh, that's, that's just going to be me. Just, yeah. It's just going to be me talking about how much I suck at life and hopefully uh, somebody will learn from my mistakes, but that's coming in the pipe too. Just want to let everybody know. Is that going to be like fail army or what is it? Uh, uh, just just no, failing just, at like, yeah, just failing. Like just, I, I, I couldn't open my beer correctly. Like that's the last time I opened a bottle that way. Well, hopefully well, it's not going to be that boring. But uh, are you yeah. going to do? Are you going to do that just by yourself? You're basically just going to be talking by yourself, or are you going to have another person with you? No. Well, I don't know. We'll see. I um, think so far, be other people. But well, it would be cool, but it's easier for me to just do it on my own because I I don't have to wait on you fools like we had this time. Like everybody's ha things have to line up, which kind of fucking sucks. And Joe knows what I'm talking that about. Time zone difference between the western side of the state and the eastern side of the state. Right, Come on, man. Yeah. Well, but anyways, um, yeah, it'd probably just be microphone easy. so that you don't have to use this this terrible laptop that you're using. Well, yeah, it's not going to look like this. That's another thing. Hopefully, me and Mike are going to get together and it'll we'll do an actual show with real cameras and stuff like we started to do. But hopefully, this COVID shit will die down. But well, yeah, I'm going to start. Just, just Go so ahead. people know, we we do, uh, you know, we're hit and miss right now. We're, we'll come to you with a more streamlined thing right now during COVID. You know, and all the bullshit going on. Coming up we with are, their identity. Well, I mean, the thing is, is during during COVID, even with all this bullshit, you know, Isaiah and I also have the comic book that's going on, the audio drama, the band. We're also trying to shoot a ten minute video for uh, a project that we're going to be hopefully coming out with to help us move along more streamlined um so i mean we got a lot of things going on and as we've always said before we were completely self-funded and we do every, all of this work ourselves so we got a lot of people working a for free which means we're not always the top priority uh on their list and two you know we have to work this around our daily you know 40 hour week work weeks and kids and family and covid lockdowns and holidays you know, whatever else holidays Damn those holidays. And damn it that we can't all get Xbox Series Xs. Yeah. We, I mean, you didn't thought, you didn't sleep, you didn't drag your bed out and like sleep in front of GameStop like 26 hours before they opened. Oh, come on now, Isaiah. I've got one. I just don't have it yet in the mail. You it's, mean Terry? Yeah, that was or, you know, sorry. God, whatever. I always fuck that up. <laughs> <laughs> it's the beer, I swear. <laughs> No, it's not. But yeah, who's gonna, who's gonna buy me a Series X? Isaiah, buy me a Series X. Yeah, uh, I'm a fucking PC gamer, dude. You guys are all inferior to me, so PC okay, PC master race. And so, why yep. are there so few consoles at all the places, anyways? Because I don't know. Like, I would love to touch basis on that because like I luckily had a friend had show me two. What, who did all the GameStops each had two. That's dumb. Some, you didn't even have that many. And the um, supply and demand. Right. 
Yeah, well, the demand was way higher than that. But well, well, I th- I think Xbox did that on purpose. I think they slowly, you know, didn't put out as many as they probably sh- should on purpose because why you could keep the price up high. Dude, the price was the same t- price. No, yeah, the false. The price. the price was the same as the Xbox One. The price was the same. Like really? inflation has not like Xbox consoles, and I'm pretty sure PlayStation. I can't speak for Sony, but for Microsoft, guys, these consoles have been the same price. What? It's supply chain. It's the supply chain because of COVID. Everything is fucking on back order. Cameras are on back order. Lenses well, are on back order. Everything's coming from fucking china and fucking like two or three big china companies what did i say china. no you you, <laughs> you gotta say you, like you said china like a normal person <laughs> anyways yeah it's, it's, a, it's a supply chain it's a supply chain yes. thing and it, yeah no, and it's and not only that. that it's logistics too because people have people to talk to people and people aren't in office office offices but do you think china do you think these chinese factories are really practicing social distancing i think that I think when uh, in a in a world where people, well, they I'm don't going need to. to like, They've done better. You okay? You can name your Xbox. I'm going to name my Xbox Series X the Quarantine Machine. Okay. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> like dude, get my... it wrapped. You need to like. We can print it. You you design it. We'll get you the wrap, and then you can wrap that. Okay. I'm excited though. I'm excited for the Series X because you know, as 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 Isaiah said, he's PC Master Race. But this is basically a PC now. The Xbox Series X it is, is basically 12 teraflops. A, Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I'll just stick retro. All your fancy people just basically playing a movie. It's just uh, boring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let me know how Linux and MS DOS is. Jesus. <laughs> Dude, DOS was awesome. Are you going to play Minefield? Uh, <laughs> are you gonna go play court a uh, COVID minefield edition? Like, what are you no, doing no, there, I'm, mate? I'm just, I, I just, I just rock the NES. The, oh my god, How, you, you're gonna go blind, child. Uh, that's okay. <laughs> One of these times, you're just gonna you be still have an NES. Oh, yeah. Oh, what, what TV do you plug that into? Do you have to go to like the Rex place in Junction? Be like, hey, oh, I no, want I a got TV a flat screen for it. I've got it, I've got it worked out. And so, I even, so I mean, I'm, I'm okay, calling a game night. I once COVID spent, is over. Like, how much? What's the most expensive game you guys have spent money on? Um, Fallout uh, um, seventy six or Fallout four was over two hundred bucks. Yeah, I have Valhalla Platinum Edition. How much was that? That's one hundred twenty bucks. See, I got the Steelbook uh, Gold Edition. But I didn't. But but I have an awesome friend that he was. We were sitting there bullshitting, and I was like, "I'll get this game eventually. I need to save my money because we're locked down. I didn't know what was going to happen. You know, if my work was going to lay off or whatnot." when Assassin's Creed Valhalla came out and he was like, Oh yeah. And I was like, well, it's only 60 bucks. I should buy it. And he's like, no, I wouldn't buy it, dude. Let me play it and let you know how it is. It's like, Oh yeah, it sounds good. And then he texted me the code and it was the download for that. And so he's freaking awesome for doing that. But, but yeah, that's probably the most expensive game I have. You didn't buy Grand Theft Auto both times. Grand Theft Auto was only like 30 bucks. Okay. Hey, you guys, well, I... ask Terry. Ask Terry what, how much he spent. Ask him. Ask yeah, him. So, yeah, Terry. And, and it was amazing because Grand Junction, of all places, actually got their hands on a game. Um, it's called Little Samson. And, uh, yeah, it was um, over $1,000. Holy Bruce shit. Wayne, what the 
hell is wrong with no, you? No, 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 Terry, Terry. Okay, so so you since you know how to find these things, you look for them. I'm looking for an NES game, and I'd have to play it at your house, obviously, called Crystalis. I played the shit out of that game when I was growing up. Was that the one with the sword? Yep. And yep. you like shot like yep lightning bolts yep. for us. It was like it, it was like the first. You I know, played like, that on the Game Boy Color, bro. Dude, there was like Zelda, right? Yes, there but was you Zelda. charged up your blade and you held it behind you and you. Yeah, yeah. yeah but I the cool Crystalis. thing about Crystal, but the cool thing about Crystalis is it was like Zelda for S Super NES. You know, Zelda for NES sucked. You sure. know, uh, Crystalis. Know. A lot though, of people would argue with that. I mean, they, oh, they, they would. They but... would. But Crystalis was more like the SNES Zelda. You could go to all these different regions. There's a huge mm-hmm. arcade line. You got it the was... fire. You started with the fire. No, you started with the wind sword, fire sword. Frost sword and then lightning. Quote yep. me. And the boss bitches. battles. And the boss battles. Yeah, the ninja crazy. that threw the shurikens. Oh and my the spikes. god. Oh my god. Yeah, I played that for the Game Boy Color, bro. Yeah. That's such the a guy good with game. the cape that looked like Dracula from um God, what was that game? Um Inhale. Dracon. His name was Dracon. Oh, I don't remember that. Wow. What, what's the game I'm trying to think? Castlevania. He looked like a Castlevania boss. Yeah. I used to play that and Shad- Castle Shadowgate, which was a basically like a uh, it wasn't a scrolling game; it was picture based, and you had to figure out all these clues. And they actually have a new revised version for on the Xbox Marketplace. So I'm gonna buy. I mean, you could just have Isaiah make you uh, a uh, uh, what, what, you know what what do you call it? an emulator? Just have him make an emulator. Oh yeah, yeah. You can throw all the games on there. And... Yeah, dude, Chrysalis shouldn't be that bad, dude. I played Chrysalis for the Game Boy Color. The fact that I remember that, that was when I was in probably elementary school, bro. Yeah. But. Yep, well, we've hit an hour. Is it good to talk to everybody? And uh, we'll come out with some more content here shortly. I love you guys. This has been fun. Yeah, we'll hopefully do this sooner than, you know, four weeks from now. Right. Um, well, if if Biden is in the White House, you know we messed up. Yeah, <laughs> if, if Trump, if Trump's in the White House, we fucked up. So I, yeah. hold on. I mean, he I think, he I still has he still has till January twentieth, guys. I think we should do this comically, though. I mean, everybody knows the game plan. They should just do a comedy about it. You know, like while Trump's swearing in after he, or I mean, Biden swears in. They should just have him immediately go, oh, my head. And the doctor goes, he's sick. And then Kamala swears in. Just make it a comedy thing. I guess I, oh, I thought you were going to do the passing of the toupee or something. Oh, I thought <laughs> you were thinking like doing like a Willy Wonka thing. Although I heard Trump was going to do that after he got out of the hospital for COVID. He was literally going to try to do the, uh, the, the Willy Wonka thing. <laughs> Which would have actually been funny. I would have actually given props for that. Right. Yeah. No, no. Like Obama, when he did like the, the milk and cookie thing and he couldn't fit the cookie in his milk glass. He's like... <laughs> Thanks, Obama. <laughs> Those are the days. All right, everybody. Thanks for coming and watching, and we'll talk to you soon. Be safe, be healthy, and be happy. Ciao. Later. Adios, bro.